Hey guys, it's Laura Nyrider. Welcome to a special bonus episode of Wrongful Conviction, False Confessions. We've gotten an overwhelming response to this week's story about Daniel Villegas and to the video we posted on Instagram and Twitter showing the moment he learned the jury's verdict. So we're releasing a bonus episode, a conversation I had with Daniel when I sat down with him in Austin, Texas, two months ago. You know, after everything we've been through together, Daniel's not just a former client, he's a friend. We talked about what it was like waiting for the jury to announce its verdict, how he'd prepared his children for the possibility he might not be coming home, and how it feels to finally focus on the future. If you haven't heard his full story, it's right here in the podcast feed, just under this bonus episode. And if you've yet to watch Daniel's exoneration video, check it out on Instagram at Wrongful Conviction. It's an incredible opportunity for all of us to bear witness to freedom. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Daniel, I'm so glad you're here with us today. Yes, I'm glad to be here too. Thank you. Yeah, so tell me what's going on for you right now in your life. You've been out how many years? Uh, six years now. Six years. And tell me what you're doing with your life. At this point in the stage of my life, it's, you know, we're not dealing with the hecticness of trial and all that stuff. So now I'm focusing on what I'm going to do for the future. So you were acquitted about 14 months ago. Mm-hmm. And so you've had that time to finally move on from this case that's dogged you your whole life. Exactly. Right? 
So what have you what have you been doing? Are you working? Yes, I'm working with Mimbella Contractors. I do their deliveries. With Mimbella Contractors. So mm-hmm. this is John Mimbella's. Yeah, John Mimbella that helped me out too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're working with John Mimbella uh-huh. all these years. You know, John Mimbella is like a family member. You know, he didn't just, you know, help get me free. You know, he's always been there for me, you know, like a backbone and a, and a counselor. You know, he's always been someone that I can go to. You know, for anything, you know, even if it's just to hang out. Well, you've been a counselor yourself, too. You were telling me before we sat down today oh, yeah. that, you know, you're working at Mimbella Construction, doing deliveries and things for them. But you're also working with a lot of the other guys yes, who uh, work there. Yeah, we do construction. So it's a lot of, you know, you're going to have a lot of convicts and stuff there. So uh, a lot of these guys, you know, they, they, they got problems and issues and, you know, they, they, they look up to me. So Mimbella hires people who used to be incarcerated, right? Yes. A lot of folks there. and. These guys, you know, just like anybody getting out of prison, have their struggles, you know, exactly. their situation when they get out, stuff they have to figure out, and they, they come to you. Exactly, you know, and uh, they come to me and ask me, you know, for my advice. You know, because one of the hardest things to transition into, you know, uh, what we call the free world is, you know, we have to leave everything in prison behind us. And a lot of times, a lot of people can't do that because you're so used to, you know, thinking and, and, and moving in that way. So it's it's hard to put that behind you and then live basically a whole different life. You How know? do you put that behind you? I, it, it's hard. I mean, I don't ever, like I always tell everybody, I don't think it'll ever get away from us. It won't ever escape us. It will always have it. But the good thing is that as time progresses, you know, as we grow, it's a lot easier to deal with. Like before you would get mad and it was so hard for you to calm down. After a while, when you, you start getting mad, you'll start catching yourself going through the stages of going from zero to 100 and you can stop it. Mm-hmm. before it goes to 100. What do you tell yourself to stop it? Personally, like, I always check myself, you know, hey, hey, it, it's not that bad. You know, look at the bigger picture. Well, and you're not you're not dealing with it alone either, right? You've got John Mabella, but you've also got a wonderful family. Oh, yes. You know, like my wife, too. I mean, if it wasn't for her, I mean, I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> yeah, she, 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 when I first came out, you know, I was basically a, a 40-year-old with a 16-year-old mentality. Mm. You know, got locked up when I was a kid, so I never really grew up. I wasn't never... I had a structure. I never, I never really came out and was, uh, you know, had my own family or anything, you know. So coming out and 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 dealing with society as an adult was very, 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 very hard, you know, because it was so much I didn't know, and right. it, it was so frustrating because everybody knows it like second nature, and you feel like you're out of the loop. You feel like an alien, like you, feel- you got dropped into another planet. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, so Amanda's always been there too. Like she's always, all right. You got your wallet. You got your keys. You got this. <laughs> Yeah, those basic things of life, but the stuff you forget, right, when you've been locked away for so long. Exactly. Exactly. Amanda's watching, making sure, (laughs) hey, man, we all need somebody like Amanda in our lives. (laughs) The mother bear. Exactly. Trust me. (laughs) And you have a beautiful, uh, you've got a beautiful family. You've got kids. Yes, we have four kids. Uh, I have my oldest daughter, who's 25, Priscilla, and then my daughter, who's 10, Kayla, that's um, Amanda's daughter, and my stepdaughter. And then we have two kids together. Mm-hmm. Uh, one's four, that's Priscilliano Jude. And then... Um, named after your dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's named after my dad and Amanda's brother. Yeah. And then uh, we have uh, the little, little baby, the little rug rat. We have the newest addition to the family. That's Emery Hope. She's the Hellraiser. There you go. How old is she? <laughs> she's going on two years old in a couple of months. So she's almost two. Okay. And but that's the little Hellraiser. I mean, you got a full a, house. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's great. So, you know, what what would you tell your kids? You know, some of them are obviously too young to talk about what happened to mm-hmm. you. But what do you tell your kids who are old enough to start to think about what happened to you? What do you tell them about what happened to you? You know, 
I really don't try to focus so much on what happened to me, mm-hmm. but what they can do now yeah. to avoid that. You know, like I, I always try to tell them, you know, like, you know, when they get frustrated, I'm always trying to tell them, you know, it's not that bad. You know, you, you, you're, you're getting too caught up in this little drama going on at school or whatever, and it's not that tough. You know, it's, it's not going to be the end of the world. And, you know, I just try to give them my perspective as far as, you know, thinking of how to deal with problems and stuff and, and, and issues that come in their life. And that's mostly what I focus on because I feel like, you know, life is 10% of what happens and 90% of how you react to that. Mm. I don't want to so much teach him about my experience as much as teach him about how to deal with your problems now from that experience. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. 
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. So let me talk to you a little bit about what it was like to to walk out of prison six years ago, mm-hmm. right? You, you were released on bond. It was 2014, yeah. January 2014, when you were released on bond. Yes. And, you know, when I talk to, to my other clients who have come out of prison, you know, people always have stories about the little things, mm-hmm. the things they didn't realize they missed until yes. they were back out and, and they remembered things, mm-hmm. right, that they'd missed for so long. What were those things for you, those things you didn't realize that you'd been missing? Yeah, the smell. Yeah. You know, the way the pavement of the street smells. You know, we take that for granted. After a while, you're walking and, you know, you, especially people living downtown or whatever, you know, they, they, they don't even smell the roses no more. And that's one of the main things that a lot of us, when we come out, we notice these smells because we've been smelling nothing but disinfected our whole life. Yeah. So, you know, you have actual nature and you have like pavement and you have like, you know, the birds chirping and then you have cars and you have like horns and, you know, it, it's a whole different orchestra of of music, so yeah. to speak, compared to prison where it's nothing but just a lot of yelling and, and screaming. It's a beautiful orchestra of music, yeah. but hard to get used to at first, too. It, 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 it's not so much as hard to get used to. It just, it's hard to concentrate on something else because you're so focused on, on, on hearing every sound and everything. That's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> every sound from uh, the orchestra of life. I think that's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, so I want to take you back for a moment to, if I can, um, that moment 14 months ago when you were acquitted. Okay. This is your third trial, mm-hmm. right, over the course of... 20 plus years mm-hmm. and this was this was the moment of your vindication yes um it's an incredible moment for us all to listen to mm-hmm. when you were sitting there at the, in that courtroom you know amanda and your family members were right behind you all your supporters were right behind you you were sitting yeah. there with your lawyers and the judge read out the verdict can you tell me what it was like uh, waiting for that verdict that was excruciating pain that I would not wish on anybody. Mm. <laughs> that was terrible. But, uh, you know, when I was going through that, you know, when they, I was in the back of the side of the courthouse and I was like having an intimate moment with my daughter, my youngest daughter. How old was she? She was at that time, she was about six months. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, I really didn't think, you know, I know she can't understand what I'm saying. So I was just praying mm. that, you know, that panorama experience happens during death. It's true. Where you you live your whole life flashes before you. Where you sort of get out of your body and see yourself from exactly. above. Exactly. Uh-huh. So I figured, you know, if if anything, you know, I'll talk to her and she will remember that on that day when she, you know, because mm. I couldn't, you know, there's no other, she was too young. So I was just explaining to her, you know, I was just telling her, you know, baby, you know, I'm not guilty. Um, this ain't who I am. People are going to tell you stuff about me. And I'm just like explaining things to her that, you know, that I'm hoping one day she'll she'll kind of remember that or she'll come back to that. And uh, I did this to each of my kids. I set each of them down by themselves and I would explain things to them. And and that was my last one. And right when I was doing that, they tell us that the verdict is on. We got the verdict. And I'm like, holy crap. So so we were running to the courthouse and then the thoughts, like I said, since I was having that intimate moment with her, you know, it was one of the 
thoughts that came into my mind that were more prevailing than any was I was thinking to myself, damn, did we make the right decision? You know, not accepting the offer plea. And I was like, I know in my heart, you know, that we made the right decision. And I know Amanda stands by me on that. But I was saying, did we actually do it, the right decision for our kids? Yeah. You know, even if you know you're right, you know, are we making the right decision? Because this is my kids right it's here. It's not just you. You're, yeah, so you're their like dad. Here. Right. Exactly. And if you look at the video, you'll see me and my lords talking and you see me shaking my head. And that's when I was telling them, you know, I'm pleased, man. Tell me, we made the right decision here. That we did make the right decision, not only for on me, but did we make the right decision for my children? You know, did we fight this on, on pride or did we fight this for justice? You know, you, you second guess everything at that moment, you know, and then you second guess your chat, you know, everything that trial is coming through your head and you're like, man, we should have done this. We should have done that. You know, that was coming to your thoughts and that's killing you too. So you got all these, there's like a million thoughts just blazing down on you. And then you just want the judge to hurry up and tell you not guilty or guilty. And you're yeah. waiting for the jury to come in. Right. You're waiting for this. Here you're, comes the paper. Yeah. Everything's in order. Yeah. And you're just sitting there dying. I mean, you must, exactly. have, it must have been excruciating. <laughs> yeah. So when you're sitting there in that moment waiting for the verdict to come back. And you're thinking back on the Alfred plea. Mm-hmm. On that decision, which, yeah. which Amanda guided you through. Which Jason Baldwin from the West mm-hmm. Memphis Three guided you through. Yes. Um, and then the verdict comes back. Yes. Not and, guilty. Exactly. And it was not... And the, before he said not guilty, I already knew when he said, um, he said it was a form B, right? And I already had had the piece of paper and it was like form A was guilty, form B was not guilty, you know? So when uh, I had the paper in front of me and then I heard form B, I right away looked at that piece of paper. I said, oh shit, it's not guilty. Mm. And, but it was just a couple of seconds, like you're saying, you know, so and that's when I just, it was like, I was, like I said, I was so tense. I mean, that time period, that whole year was my probably the worst year of my life. And uh, I was so tense that when that verdict not guilty happened, it was just like, you know, like a ball full of rubber rubber bands. It was like you just take one and it all just falls apart. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. You know, that not guilty just pulled that one string and everything fell apart and I just hit the ground. You collapsed. I hit, I hit the table with my head. <laughs> it didn't even hurt till later on the next day because I was just so, you know, out of there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you got out of there, didn't you, right away? Yeah. As soon as you could. That you got was out of that a, yeah. courtroom. Exactly. Never to return. <laughs> <laughs> we left too fast out of there. Like, that's what I was telling uh, me and Amanda. We had all this little speech that we were going to do afterwards, you know, to the news or whatever. And uh, when that man said, uh, the judge said, you know what, not guilty. You are free to go. You are no longer under any conditions of this court anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole speech that we had, it was out my head. I, I totally forgot it. I ran out that courtroom. I was like, I grabbed the man. I was like, let's go. And we Forget the out. cameras. Forget yeah. the news. <laughs> exactly. Get me out of here. But you are actually going to be in a courtroom again, I think, in a couple of days, right? What's your plan for when you're here in Austin? Uh, I'm here in Austin. I want to go to the Capitol and I want to go see the Courts of Criminal Appeals. And I would love to see if I can talk to one of the judges. So you want to go to the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals. This is the court that affirmed your grant of a new trial, that affirmed your mm-hmm. conviction being thrown out. Yes. Um, and, and you want to just go in that building. Tell me why. why? Uh, one of the main things I want to go, because when we're going to courts of criminal appeal, they're telling us about the judges and they were saying that we have to get a majority rule. And they were saying three of the judges were not going to go for us. They never go for the inmate. And they were like, so don't even worry about those three. We know we're not going to get them. But at the end of the day, you know, we had an anonymous vote. Even the judges that they said were not going to vote, voted. And that was like the first time it happened in Texas history. So that's what I was like, you know, maybe I won't be able to talk to a judge, but I would love to, you know, ask, you know, what, what made this case so different that all you all were in agreement with it? What was so special that 
shot to your face. You know, what was it? Do you think it will still be worthwhile to go there, even if you can't talk to the judges, oh, just yeah. to be in the building? What would it, what would it be just like to, just to be in the building? Just to be in the building. If they would let me walk into the room where they actually make the decisions, mm-hmm. I would just like to just sit there, you know, and just think, this is where they made the decision on letting you go. Yeah. You know, that would be awesome. <laughs> this is where it all turned is, around. Yeah. This is the place I used to curse at every, every Wednesday, waiting for the answer. <laughs> Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little 
optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robey, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Daniel, I just want to ask you, you know, what is, what's your, what are your hopes for the future? That, I, I, I'm not totally certain about that right now. I, I haven't figured out where my direction's actually going to go. Because one thing I've, I've, I've realized about life is that I have my plans, but the universe has its own plans. And somehow or another, I always end up doing what the universe wants me to do rather than what I want to do. So I'm trying to figure out my neck and neck right now. You know, meanwhile, I'm just trying to do as much I can to help, you know, other people to figure out what my my, my true calling is going to be. Well, one day at a time is pretty good Yeah. right now. Thank you so much for sitting down with me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Daniel Viegas. Yeah, yeah thank right, you for having man, me. man, exonerated man. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. Oh, and also, like, thank you for helping me on my appeal. I mean, Laura, she's on my case. It's just so, it's, it's so badass. It's so awesome to have all you guys with us. It's our pleasure. But, you know, you guys never get the thanks. You know, and that's one thing that, you know, I want to really focus, you know, I want to really, you know, put out there too about our lawyers or, you know, that, that help us. Cause you got to understand that normally with a client and, and the lawyer situation goes, once the court is over, you're not going to see that lawyer hardly ever again, you know, and in this situation with a wrongful conviction, we are so close to our lawyer. We're so close to you guys. You guys become our family, yeah. you know, that even when we come out, you don't give up on it. It's not like, okay, well, we got you free. Bye. Have a good life. You guys are still there helping us out. You guys are still there making sure that, you know, we're, 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 we're being entered back into society, but successfully, Yeah. you know, and that you guys need to get the uh, things for that. Cause I don't feel like you guys get the things for that. I don't feel like the networks get the things for that. The innocent networks that are all these different organizations that work so hard to get us free. Because when we get free, the game's not over yet. We still, it's still a whole new game. Now, now the game is how do we get this man who's been locked up for 20 years in prison that doesn't know nothing else, but how to be an inmate. How do we get him to become a productive member in society? And that's what you guys do, too. Well, that's what you've done. So congratulations on that. <laughs> Thank you. All right. We believe in you. You believe in us. I yeah, love exactly. this. It's great. <laughs> Thanks so much, right, Daniel. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this special bonus episode of Wrongful Conviction, False Confessions. You can listen to Daniel's story right here in this feed and come back on Wednesday to hear our next story about a California man who was wrongfully convicted of terrorism based on a confession about, and I kid you not, pole vaulting ninja turtles. Wrongful Conviction False Confessions is a production of Lava for Good Podcasts in association with Signal Company Number 1 and PRX. Special thanks to our executive producer, Jason Flom, and the team at Signal Company Number 1. Executive producer, Kevin Wardus. Senior producer, Ann Pope. And additional production and editing by Connor Hall. Special thanks to Jaji Hammer for additional script editing and for wrangling and writing like a madwoman. Our music was composed by Jay Ralph. You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter 
at Laura Nyrider. And you can follow Steve on Instagram at Stephen Drizzen or on Twitter at S Drizzen. For more information on the show, visit wrongfulconvictionpodcast.com. And be sure to follow the show on Instagram at wrongfulconviction, on Facebook at wrongfulconvictionpodcast, and on Twitter at wrongconviction. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.